An article by Robert Gersner. What is truth? Apparently, in the days of ancient Rome, truth was determined by the philosophers of realism. It is based on the theory that all truth is relevant to the individual and to the time or the place which he actually evidently uh, Pilate was uh, greatly influenced by these philosophers. And when the Lord Jesus spoke to him about truth during his mock trial, Pilate asked the question, What is truth? John eighteen thirty seven and 38. He assumed truth to the Romans was very different than truth to the Jews. He probably thought that what was considered truth in his day was very different than what they considered truth in the previous century. The Bible, which is the word of God, makes it clear that truth is absolute. It is not based on any individual interpretation at a certain time, place, or circumstances. It is completely uh, completed and never subjected to change by any individual or event. And most important, it can never be understood and believed. Our day is no different than Pilate's day. People think it is tolerant to respect all beliefs. Uh, they infer that truth is whatever one chooses to believe, and the source of authority is not to be questioned. The Holy Spirit especially uh, exercises and uses one of the Lord's apostles regarding the relevance of truth. His name was John, and the Gospel of John, and three epistles of John, he refers to truth, at least 37 verses. Let us examine some of these verses and find the answer to Pilate's question, what is truth? All sources of truth, whatever God has spoken, is the truth. He is the absolute source of truth. It does not come from man or from any source in the world. In addressing the Father, the Lord Jesus said to him, Your word is truth, John seventeen seventeen. That statement is an absolute as God is love or God is light because he is light. He must reveal the truth. God cannot lie, Titus 1-2. And everything he has said is the truth. Thus, we can know the absolute truth by consulting the Bible. The written word of God, all scripture is given by inspiration of God, 2 Timothy 3.16.
Because the Lord Jesus is God, he is also the source of truth, and he brought truth into the world. When he comes into the world, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ, John 1, verse 17. And his character is described as being full of grace and truth, John 1, verse 14. Whenever he spoke, he spoke the truth. He said to the Jews, when he, when here on earth, from God, John 8, 40, when addressing the disciples before his death, he stated, I tell you the truth, John 16, 7. Christ is actually the profanication of truth. Thus, he could say, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. John 14, uh, verse 6. The third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit, is called the Spirit of Truth. John 14, 17, 15, 26, and 1 John 5, 6. Through the Spirit of God reveals the truth to man. Holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. 2 Peter 1, verse 21. As he uh, functions in the life of those who commit themselves to Christ, he guides them in all truth. Uh, chapter 16, verse 13. And in the ourselves, we would not be capable of knowing the truth but through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, we are able to understand the truth. On the other hand, the Bible identifies the devil, Satan, as the source of error and falsehood. Christ said to those who refuse to believe the truth, you are of your father, the devil, and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources. For he is a liar and the father of it. John 8, verse 44. The subject of the truth. Those who receive God's truth and become subject to his truth, take on a certain characteristics that can only be true of those who walk in truth. But he who does the truth comes to the light that his deeds may be clearly seen. Uh, John 3, verse 21. Truth seeks no corners. Those who meet and act honestly, uh, dread not the uh, sanctity, but desire it rather, Matthew Henry. One of the first characteristics I know the truth is the willingness to acknowledge the truth about ourselves. God tells us we are sinners, and we do not seek to hide this fact but we bring it out unto the light and acknowledge the truth of it. By nature, we are not 
we do not want the truth because it reveals our sinful condition. Christ told those who refuse the truth, but because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. Which of you convict me of sin? And if I tell you the truth, why do you not believe me? John 8, 45 and 46. The truth exposes us, and we acknowledge before God our sinful condition. If we say that we have fellowship with them and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. 1 John 1, uh, verses 6 and 8. Once we accept the truth, we become a part of God's uh, sanctifying them by your truth. And for their sake, I sanctify myself that they also may be sanctified by the truth. John 17, verses 17 and 19. As the believer walks in the truth, the truth makes known by the Father through the Son, he is increasingly sanctified and ends to walk and enabled to walk even as he walks. A.C. Gabrielin. The efforts of the truth on our walk, on our character, is emphasized by John in his epistles. He who says, I know him, and does not keep his commandment is a liar, and the truth is not in him. My little children, let us not love the world or in tongue, but in deed and truth. And by this we know that we are of the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. 1 John 2, 4, 3, 18, and 19. For I rejoice greatly when brethren come to testify of the truth that is in you. Just as you walk in the truth, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. 3 John 3 and 4. When truth is received, it has a dynamic result in the walk of a believer. Truth is more than head knowledge. Its reception results in great changes the life of a believer. The success of truth. As we look around this world, it would appear that the wrong and falsehoods are on the throne. It would appear that truth is mocked, and the cost of denying it seems small. Not so. Those who practice deceive and error will eventually be exposed, and in the end only those who receive the truth of God will triumph. Whoever commits sin is a slave to sin, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. John 8, 32 and 34. 
freedom of the Spirit can only be realized by those who receive the truth. Those who base their choice upon lies become victims of slaves of the very choice. Those who walk in the truth have the God-given ability to recognize error. We are of God. He who knows God hears us. He who is not of God does not hear us. By this way, we know that the spirit of truth and the spirit of error, 1 John 4, 6. Though familiar with the truth, which is the word of God, the believer develops the ability to recognize what is not of the truth. The most truth we know, the more truth we know, the less likely it is that we will be carried away by error, so that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every whim of doctrine by the trickery of men and the cunning craftiness by which they lie in wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love may grow, may grow up in all things unto him who is the head, Christ, Ephesians 4, verses 14 and 15. In the ages to come, the lies of men will be brought to light, and only the truth which comes from God will remain steadfast forever. John speaks of the truth which abides in us as that which will be with us forever, Second John 2. We will eventually lose all our earthly possessions that we have had gathered here, but the truth will remain with us forever. Let us go in then and gather the truth. Let us learn it, memorize it, and receive it willingly. Let the skeptics laugh and tolerate tolerance grow and uh, philosophers mock, but God's truth is absolute, and we can absolutely believe it with all our heart.